One more item. Here's something a lot of us have in common. Broken appliances. Broken air conditioner. Broken down heating system. Broken down washer dryer. Broken down refrigerator. And if you're a homeowner, you know just how expensive it is to get one of those things fixed, let alone what happens if more than one appliance breaks down at the same time. Well, if you're a homeowner, you can get all of your appliances on a warranty plan that guarantees protection for all of your home appliances in case they break down. And best of all, it will only cost you about a dollar a day. Call the Home Service Club at 800-264-3168, 800-264-3168. The call is free, and if you're one of the first 25 callers, your first month membership in the Home Service Club will also be free. Home Service Club, warranty plan, guarantees protection for all of your appliances for less than a dollar a day. 800-264-3168, 800-264-3168. Hi, this is Jim Peck, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Robertson Longfield Grace, founder and owner of Archival Television Audio. Archival Television Audio, recognized by the Guinness Book of World Records as the largest vintage TV soundtrack archive in the world, featuring more than 15,000 hours worth of audio for more than 12,000 television programs from the 50s, 60s, and early 1970s. For more information, go to www.atvaudio.com, www.atvaudio.com. TVAudio.com, and we are remembering Roger Maris breaking Babe Ruth's record for most home runs in a single season, which he did on the afternoon of October 1st, 1961. We just heard the clip as described by Mel Allen on WPIX Television in New York. We're now going to hear a bit of the post-game show hosted by Red Barber following the broadcast that day. Manager Hauk, um fans, of course, were wildly excited in the fourth inning, and uh, even the uh, case-hardened professional baseball writers, I understand, Bob Fisher tells me, uh, got very emotional and all stood up and applauded. Uh, was there much interest in the Yankee dugout? Well, we were all excited, Red, and of course, uh, I'm just happy Roger was on our side all year, and, and I'd like to take this time to congratulate you, uh, Roger, for doing something that no other man in baseball has ever done, and it was a great day for all of us, and it was a real climax to a wonderful year for you and the Yankees. Well, thank you very much, Ralph. I enjoyed it myself. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Well, I'm sure you enjoyed 61 more than uh, uh, those last few ahead of it. Yes, I have, Red. Uh, this was, like I say, my biggest home run I've ever, ever hit. Were you thinking that maybe this would be it? Well, I was hoping it would be it. Uh, I wasn't thinking maybe it would be it. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you didn't have a hunch? Well, no, I didn't, Red. I was... Uh, just hoping I could get a pitch to hit. Well, now, um, on this next pitch, I think you saw it when it left his hand. I must have, because I <laughs> met it right there. <laughs> well, take a look, Mr. Maris. It's yours. Well, Roger, that is very wonderful. You, you can see the reaction of your teammates, the trainer, and uh, uh, the crowd is just wild, and, of course, you're going to come out, and it, uh, uh, everyone thought that you uh, you handled your bow very, very uh, uh, simply and just perfectly. And it, uh... Well, if you notice here that once I get out, I start to go back in there keep pushing me out. They didn't want to let me in the, in the dugout. <laughs> well, look, uh, nobody ever hit 61 before. 
No one ever hit 61 before Roger Maris hit 61 home runs in a single season, which he did on the afternoon of Sunday, October 1st, 1961, which we are commemorating the 50th anniversary of Roger Maris hitting, uh, setting the single season record for home runs, 61 in a single season, which he did on October 1st, 1961. And the audio, uh, which we just heard, a little bit of Red Barber interviewing Roger Maris, courtesy of our friend Phil Grice, founder and owner of Archival Television Audio, Archival Television Audio, ATVAudio.com. There are two moments from that clip that I really like, um, Phil, one of which is, as Barber said at the tail end of that clip, no one's ever hit 61 in a season before, but... The the other nice moment is a little bit little bit before that as he is showing Maris the the television replay of of the home run. Take a look, Mister Maris, it's yours. And and, and in, in a way, Phil, that kind of speaks to the controversy and all the stress that he went he he went through. That uh, Ford Frick and, and the asterisk be damned, that record was his, and no one could take that away. And no one has been able to take that away. And today, uh, his feat uh, has become more and more revered than ever, ever before. Uh, this is pre-steroid era, way before. It's probably considered a, a moment in time in professional baseball history where someone totally was remarkable enough to hit that many home runs and completely, without controversy, never has been accused of being souped up. No additives, no supplements. The only thing that you could accuse Roger Maris of uh, consuming in those days was nicotine, and he smoked a lot, and drinking coffee. But there was no, 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 no inference from anyone. It's 100% where he would have been enabled to do that, like a Mark McGuire, like a Barry Bonds. There are so many others. Uh, who then surpassed his home run mark. I mean, Bonds hit 73 home runs in 2001, eclipsing uh, McGuire's home run record when he hit 70 home runs in 1998. And when you think about no major leaguer this year in 2011, no major leaguer in 2011 has hit 40 home runs. It says a lot. It says a lot today, paraphrasing Red Barber, and it just really gives you more of a remarkable, astounding uh, tip of the hat to Roger Maris for being able to hit 61 in 1961. And one of the the major controversies that really is changing um, a, a kind of consensus with others is that, and this includes his family, and this came out uh, during uh, the tribute. Uh, there was a number of newspaper articles that I clipped out, and it had to do with the controversy that supposedly he is not a Hall of Famer. And uh, people are reevaluating that maybe, yes, he is a Hall of Famer. He was an MVP two consecutive years. Uh, the numbers might not speak for Hall of Fame uh, credentials. He, he batted a lifetime 260, and he only hits 275 home runs. And when I say only... In 1960, he hit 39. In 1961, he hit 61. Two seasons, 100 home runs. But his career, 275 home runs. And most Hall of Famers usually have uh, better averages and more home runs. But there are others who have less. Um, We have to take into account he had a very, very special 1960 uh, year and an MVP year. MVP for 61. 
and he was a, a lead leader uh, in terms of uh, batting and fielding in 1963. He had three major years. And, um, and because of what he did in the pre-steroid era, I think um, more focus should be on uh, the possibility that he does belong in the Hall of Fame. Two things. You pointed out to the fact that he did it without any of the substances that uh, McGuire and, and and Sammy Sosa and most likely Barry Bonds. I'm, I'm hedging with Bonds because Bonds is not on trial for using. Bonds is on trial for lying. And well, you can you can really you know if one has halfway decent judgment, and I think we all are capable of that. When you see people um, and Bonds, let's take nothing away from him. No. A fabulous hitter, a great athlete, and certainly created a lot of record-breaking uh, years prior to him taking steroids. Uh, at least um, uh, the consensus is that he took steroids. And the way he bulked up and the way he then shot up yeah. in his later years to hit home run record uh, batting years that he never did before just says, it begs the issue of what happened here. No, what the, is the, going the sad, on? The sad, thing uh, about, the sad thing about Bonds is that he didn't need to use. I mean, that's he, right. He, he, I, I agree. I, I think he probably pressured himself. Yeah. And, it, and I don't like to, you know, give, uh, you know, uh, when I don't know the facts, to, 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 uh, to, to supposition, it might not be fair. But it, 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 it reads well, and, and it seems logical that that could have been a reason. Yeah. But uh, going back to Roger Maris, I, I, I think you would agree with me on this, Phil. The closest parallel would be uh, what Henry Aaron went through in the early 1970s as he came close to eclipsing Babe Ruth's career record for home runs. Now, Aaron had a whole different set of dynamics because of you know the, 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 the racial threats that he had to endure, uh, being a black man, threatening to break Babe Ruth's record, which is not a proud moment in, in U.S. history. But the fact is that, like Maris did in 1961, Aaron, he wasn't trying... He wasn't trying to, you know, make people forget Babe Ruth. He was trying to make people remember Henry Aaron, which, which, which he did. When you go back and you, and, and you look at the films and you look at history 40 years later, I think, I think it's fair to say that people remember Henry Aaron just as people remember what Roger Maris did, especially overcoming all the obstacles. He could do a show on Henry Aaron all by himself. Uh, I absolutely agree, and uh, I would say he's probably the last of the greats who uh, certainly is without controversy regarding uh, substance abuse of any kind, including steroids. And uh, he uh, was not a 60-home-run-a-year uh, a uh, man or even a 55-home-run-a-year man, but he was so consistent year after year. I don't, I don't have a record book here, but I think he, he probably hit 48 home runs or 42 home runs and it was every year in the 40s or high 30s and um, eclipsing a career that, uh, with the math, came out to uh, beyond 714, seven, I think it's 755. So um, he certainly um, did something very remarkable as well. I, I, I would like to just mention that in many of these articles, they went back and they wanted to confirm how many people, those who played with Maris, and those who did not, icons in their own uh, in their own right, stated Roger Maris belongs in the Hall of Fame, and that includes um, people like Ted Williams. He came out in a book 
his own book and stated that Roger Maris deserves to belong in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Harmon Killebrew, uh, he said, and I quote, Roger was a really likable person. He said that uh, he doesn't know uh, that a lot of people in New York are rooting for him, and it's true. There's a lot of people rooting for Mickey Mantle to break the record. And so he had that kind of pressure as well, because Mantle was much more um, a Yankee because of the amount of years he had been with the team. And he won the Triple Crown in 1956. Maris had just joined the Yankees the year before, so he had to battle his own teammate. And even so, they became very close. Um, there's, a, there's a little note here about uh, David uh, Mantle uh, stating that his father also believed that Maris should have been uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame based on his overall baseball record. Uh, it goes on. Bobby Richardson. There were uh, people who... Um, uh, I love this one. This is by Jim Coates, who had one of his best pitching seasons in 1961. Uh, he wrote a book called Always a Yankee. And uh, he was very direct. He says, and I quote, here's my opinion. I think they should have every one of their records, and he is referring to the Bonzes, the, so the Sammy Sosas, the Mark McGuire's. Their records should be stripped. <laughs> Guys like uh, Mickey Mantle and uh, Roger Maris, they did it on their own. Yeah. Accredited by Guinness World Records, welcome to Archival Television Audio, Incorporated. A peerless TV soundtrack archive, preserving the audio from television's first three decades, the 1950s, 60s, and 70s, the golden and silver age of television. For more information, go to ATVAudio.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.